Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Alright, back in the studio with Tyler Diesel and Vin Bleasel. Let's put them up. <laughs> How are we feeling tonight? Uh, are we any more delirious over this quarantine? You can call me Skitty Murphy. <laughs> Skitty Raw. Um, everybody's still just quarantined. What, what, what can you say about it? Everyone's losing their freaking minds. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you guys need a little something funny to yeah. get your mind off of things. And Gotta that's get where some we laughs in. in so you don't completely lose it. It's quarantine. I'm, I'm happy we're here. Um, <laughs> it's nice It's do. nice we're able to record the episode. Yes. And uh, put something out this week. I mean, when it comes to the quarantine, there's just the shit everywhere. It's all over the place. It's all that you see. It's all that you talk about. I want to try and steer clear from it while talking about it directly at the same time. <laughs> Indirectly, directly talking about it. First thing I want to start with, I mean, last week, Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon posted a tweet that included a hashtag that struck a chord with everyone, and it's trending. Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever win. Oh, yes. <laughs> and there's just floods of these. But here's a handful I thought you might be into, courtesy of HuffPost, MensXP, and RuinMyWeek.com. Are you ready? Yes. Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I started naming all the cushions on my sofa with different days of the week so I don't wear just one of them out. <laughs> you, right. you, you know, have to like keep you know changing pillows and cushions so you don't just like stay in one square on the couch. <laughs> You know, blow one square of the couch out yeah. from your fat ass and then like rub one square raw one pillow from your greasy hair because you haven't taken a shower in three and a half weeks yeah spread it around i knew i had cabin fever when i watched the entire season of the west wing on netflix but watched it through my neighbor's living room window <laughs> just peeping outside we all we all enjoyed it <laughs> we all enjoyed it peeping it, it through the neighbor's living room window I like it was the west wing to like bring it back like a good oldie I mean, it's not like you had a choice of what was on. It's <laughs> <laughs> whatever the neighbors were watching and they chose west wing I mean, we got into season it season 8 alright here we go <laughs> <sighs> you do what you have to during these times yeah. <laughs> I knew I had cabin fever when I started a bar crawl by putting beers in every room of the house. <laughs> Jealous. That sounds like such a fun idea. <laughs> crawling around the house a little bit. Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I made a new daily schedule. It went as follows. 7 a.m. breakfast, 7.15 dessert breakfast, 8.30 Panic snack while watching some news. 9.45, chocolate. 11.30, snack while standing and staring. 12.30, lunch with small dessert. 2 p.m., post-nap luncheon. And it goes on from there. Oh, just like the endless snacking. It's like how many times in trips do you make to the refrigerator before you're just like, I don't even know what I'm doing here anymore. Like, There's nothing to fucking go buy in the grocery store, yet everyone's still gaining weight. <laughs> Everything's gone. We're all out of everything. How is this possible? Whatever all the leftover shit you had in your fridge from before. <laughs> I knew I had cabin fever when my family decided to make photo collages with all of our cleaning products. <laughs> 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 I 
Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when we held a funeral service for the last empty roll of toilet paper. Oh, right. <laughs> There's a probably a lot of that going on. Yeah, that's Run. a real sad day. They did a video of it and everything. It was pretty funny. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> did they bury the roll? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right out back. Yeah. I knew I had cabin fever when I said I'll start my diet tomorrow, and it actually came true. <laughs> it is true. I've uh, I, I've had the time to where it's like, all right, time to go hit the gym. I actually have time to do it. I'm like gonna go take advantage of this. The gym's closed. You can't go to the gym. You can't go to the fucking gym. No. no. Everybody's made up their own weird home workouts with whatever you may have around. <laughs> it's really starting to sound a whole I lot just like pick up the baby and do like squats, and <laughs> the, the dog, and just do lifts and like whatever you yeah. have. It's like, come here, gotta get you something. It, it, this is really starting to sound a whole lot and feel like uh, basic training in the military. Yeah, I mean, you're just stripped to everything. You know, at least we have the news. You just got the basic stuff. At least we got the news. Like we didn't even have contact to the news in the basic. Yeah, so you sucks. really have no idea what's going on. So like, in some ways it's good. We got that. I was gonna say it may not be awful. Yeah, ignorance is bliss in some ways, but in other ways it isn't. Hashtag I knew I had cabin fever when the only reason I washed my hair and put on makeup was to make a TikTok, and I'm 36. To start a TikTok account and make your first post. So many adults like Layla just be like, "Damn it, I got TikTok. Follow me, whatever." Like, fuck this quarantine. Shit. I knew I had cabin fever when I no longer knew if I was wearing my daytime pajamas or nighttime pajamas. Because <laughs> now there's definitely a such thing as daytime pajamas. The good ones. Wear the good ones. Yeah, you definitely wear your nice ones in case you gotta like go see a neighbor. Or something, yeah, and your comforts yeah. at night. <laughs> yeah. I knew I had cabin fever when I comment on how close the characters are standing to each other in movies and on TV shows, despite them being fictional and filmed ages ago. <laughs> that's six feet. How many feet do you think they're part of? Social distancing, asshole. <laughs> She's totally gonna catch All those catch like that. reality shows that were like six months right. ago, and it's like, what? Nobody is paying attention, following the rules. I knew I had cabin fever when I arranged my daughter's stuffed animals in order of who I'd like to be friends with first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could, I could find myself being guilty of this in just another day or two. Like, I'm almost there. You're almost a day I'm like, with your way. I'm so close to being there. <laughs> Unicorn number one, obviously. <laughs> Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I finished Netflix. <laughs> you just finish it. I've watched every single thing. I on completed Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Can no longer Netflix and chill anymore. It's all of it. I knew I had cabin fever when I fired my dog for being a lazy coworker, then rehired him because I needed someone to talk to at the water cooler. <laughs> fired, rehired, fired. Get out of here. Fired. Rehired. Need someone to chat with. Give me your face. Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I ordered day of the week panties, so I know what day it is. But I've gone rogue wearing Saturday on Wednesday. <laughs> it's actually a good idea to like keep track of these days, because you can certainly get lost. If, like, look, everyone's checking their underwear, like, fuck, it's Wednesday? Damn. I have no idea otherwise. <laughs> Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when the cat was so tired of me, he went into the spare bedroom and closed the door behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. 
Do you have a job or something? You've annoyed the cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might be our lives too. (laughs) I knew I had cabin fever when I got excited about taking out the trash. It is a fun outing. Like, get out and see the sun for a second. I mean, I get really into that. Like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah I'll take the Ooh, something for sure. fun to do. Like, like yeah. walk outside. A Tours? task? I'm in. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. <laughs> Come back inside and clean it. Again. Do we have any more trash I could take out? Do you need anything to throw out? <laughs> recycle bin? We definitely could do the recycle bin. <laughs> you more trash? <laughs> Are all of our trash empty? Last call for trash. Do you check the bathroom? <laughs> I can check the bathroom just in case there's more trash. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to blow your nose? Do you need to like make <laughs> some more trash real fast? I'll throw out the trash. <laughs> you need to work on that junk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had cabin fever when I ate all of the emergency snacks and began to take the labels off of our canned goods for surprise dinners. Oh God! Ooh. We're gonna have this one and this one. I bet a lot of people ran out of their emergency one. snacks. Like we got six cans first Days week. Ago. No oh, decisions. Yeah. Just shake it up. Call it dinner. Oh, that's a ballsy move. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ballsy one. It's fun. It does sound fun though. I mean, I'm kind of interested. Hashtag. I knew I had cabin fever when I started writing heartfelt responses to all the weird coronavirus marketing emails from big name brands. Oh my god! <laughs> all of the emails from like any company Every you've sing- ever. Yeah. Everything I've ever thought about in my life, I'm getting emails from these companies. I know they're sending emails back like, thank you for your message. Very much appreciate you reaching out to me for the 17th time. They're reaching right back out to you like we're bored as hell too. Like We got nothing to do. I might as well reply I'm working from from home doing this voluntarily. (laughs) My name's Ted. What's up? (laughs) If you just want to talk, we're here if you want to email me again. I knew I had cabin fever when I drove to the mailbox because I missed my car. <laughs> it is weird to drive. I had to go yeah. like, get a prescription. I was just like, like man, car do I remember how to drive? <laughs> Good thing there's zero people on the road. Last one. Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I dropped my wife off at her physical therapy and realized I'd rather sit in the car in an empty parking lot for an hour than drive five minutes home and wait for her to call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna hang out. It's cool. I'll hang out. Yeah, I just need a minute. Be at home a little longer, or sit in this empty parking lot by myself. Like, I'm gonna enjoy the lot. emptiness, yeah. quiet emptiness. Parking lot <laughs> sounds great. I'll be home after the parking lot. Yeah, so everybody's stuck at home, and everyone is running out of shit to watch. Yeah, if you finish Netflix like those other people, no, I mean, it's like I get it. No one has shit to watch. Um, I mean, people think that they could recommend stuff to watch. We're pretty good at that. It's been high demand for more reviews and, and rec- recommendations yeah. for things to watch. And, um, you know, our Crunchtastic R&D department, they, they went out to see what they could try and find and give us a little base layer of sure. groundwork. And yeah. uh, here's what they came back with. Let's fix the list. We got a good list of fists. We haven't fisted a list in quite a while. It's been a while. Lister McFister. I have a listicus worthy of the fisticus. <laughs> AM New York. This was a sad, sad effort. <laughs> Shows and films to binge while in COVID 19 quarantine. I mean, they break it down by where you could find it. Like in Hulu, they have. 
Super Ugh. 8, Unbroken, Drake and Josh, The X-Files. Bring it back some Drake and Josh? Yeah. When Harry Met Sally. Oh, what? Wow. Um, Devs is on here, which is good. Yep. I, I can I can back that up. De- Devs, Pretty good. Devs is solid. Like I mean, you know, worthy of checking out for sure. But I mean, Futurama. And then they've, on, Netflix, on Netflix, the first thing they have on there is Jeopardy. Like, get caught up on your Jeopardy. Really? It's on every day. Yeah, I mean, Shawshank Redemption. I could maybe be in a Jeopardy. Who hasn't seen everyone, everyone needs to see Shawshank for the 500th time. The other guys, The Spy, The Dark Knight, uh, just ugh. this Flip. is the list. I don't like Flip. what I see here, you guys. I mean, they're all good, but it's like, is that what everyone's rewatching right now? I don't like what I see here. Um, there's new stuff that's there's way some better. New stuff. There's so many good all new the shit things. that is supposed to be in the theaters right now. You could rent. And we are going to help you thin the herd and prioritize what you need to see. Yeah, right. Starting with Bad Boys for Life. Tyler, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, what'd you think about? Reggie's back, everybody. You were so excited about Reggie. He was. We were watching. He was like, Reggie's back. (laughs) (laughs) It was nice just to have first impression of Bad Boys for Life. Reggie's back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was one of the best scenes from the first one. Liked it. I was in Bad Boys. It was good seeing. Enough about Reggie. It was good seeing Will Smith and Martin Lawrence back. I mean, yeah. I yes. love them as a duo. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yep. Lots of, I mean, actually good action. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry Bruckheimer it is was more, amazing at the, uh, at the action. More of the same at the right time. I thought it was like, oh, yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> getting pumped and then there would be like so there's parts that i just loved and then there are parts that i like the ending hated. was like the ending the last drove me 15 minutes, minutes was like what like, we, we won't do the ultimate spoiler alert here we're telling you to go watch this movie yeah. but it was just unnecessary the big twist at the end was so unnecessary it was already like Good Gave and, you everything like, that you exactly, wanted. Exactly. Wrap it up and tie a bow on it. Call it a trilogy. And like they had to go and do that. And do some. They had to go and do that. And totally unredeem yourself. I liked all the other characters and the other people that they worked with. Like all the surprise people. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 77% on the really? tomato meter. Audience score of 96%. Bad Holy boys crap. for life? I mean, give it a, a solid 71. When it comes to the fans of Bad Boys, they ride together and <laughs> they, they die together. together. <laughs> I mean, I get They're it. They're all dead right now. I, I don't know if I give it a 96%. Mm, 71 for me. I gave it like a, it, it was somewhere in the 80s until the weird twist at the end. Exactly. And that dropped it. And that hard. just dropped it. Like, I was like, really? That's a high score. It's a pretty high score. 96? Yeah. Fuck. Let's move on uh, to The Invisible Man. Now, I saw the trailer for this so many times. When it came to The Invisible Man, I literally, literally got out a notepad and pen to start writing down the jokes for this. Like, starting with just... Is Kevin Bacon? Yeah, is Kevin it, Bacon is called it? and wants a sequel. Like, <laughs> Yeah, is this a direct sequel to Hollow Man? Or, yeah. Like, yeah. did everyone just forget about Hollow Man 20 years ago? Pretend like that just didn't happen? No, this was so good. It was, yeah. it was not Hollow Man. No. It was not Hollow Man. And, like, I wanted to make fun of it. I wanted not to like it. And overall, it was good. Um, that part in the... Uh, 
in the restaurant with her sister, my jaw dropped. Oh, mm-hmm. oh! I looked, I like gasped and like covered my like, face. I, I was, was just like, like "What?" Didn't Whoa. see that coming, and that was cool. Like, no, Whoa. it had some big surprises. I was, where like, I just Damn. was not expecting at all. Parts of it was really well done. Um, Elizabeth Moss, Aldous Hodge, that was. Uh, you they know, were great. We watched this movie pretty late at night, and I stayed awake through the whole thing. So that's oh yeah, we something. were definitely like eyes open. There were some movies that we've watched lately that I uh, ten minutes and I'm not made it through. Not made it through. Tomatoes loved this thing, just loved it. They said smart, well acted, and above all scary. The Invisible Man proves that sometimes the classic source material for a fresh reboot can be hiding in plain sight. Ninety one percent. From critics, eighty-eight yeah. percent audience score. Ninety-one yeah. percent from critics. That's huge. Like what? I'd agree. Let's move on to one that uh, didn't fare out so well in the critics, oh. but one we had some opinions about. Let's talk about the hunt. Oh man, I didn't know what to expect with the hunt, and like I was like, this feels like a Hunger Games for adults type situation with a few other movies, and no. it just like started off like. Straight killings, like it is. It was. I didn't know who the main character yeah. was in this movie. Should have been called. No Should have been called the cameo because you you see one person, you're like, oh yeah, Emma Roberts. Cool. She's the main person. She's awesome. Gone. She's dead. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, he's the main dude. I like him. Oh, no, no, okay, all right. So we do have Betty. It did Gilpin. keep my interest <clears throat> the same time. Like we didn't fall asleep through that one. Like we were just. No, nah, I love that movie. I was kind of like swank. Secretly, really into that. You were really into it. Yeah, uh, the kill. See, I have there were parts of it that I really liked. <laughs> the, the kill. <laughs> there, there were parts that I were into. And like there was one part in particular. I mean, no, no, please, no! cigarettes in Arkansas only cost six bucks. You fucked up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up, bitch. That scene right there yeah. just like changed everything for me. I was like, okay, Betty Gilpin. Okay, she's the main character. That's where this is going. And now I like her. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm now into the movie and I like her. It seemed like a fun like video game turned into a movie. I mean. I wish it would have kept more of that. That just did it for me. Loved that part so much. Um, had to pull that. <laughs> 54%. Critic score, sixty-six percent audience score. Man, that's low. Y'all that's don't, shit. Yeah, that's some shit compared to. It's better than that. It's way better than those numbers. It's not a great movie. It's no, not, it's but not, it's entertaining. I mean, I give it an eighty easy. Invisible Man, ninety-one, eighty-eight. It, that's not that good. And The Hunt, this is not that bad. No, um, no. Next, for a moment, I'd like to talk about Birds of Prey in the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I had such low expectations for I haven't this. seen this one yeah. yet. I mean, this was a spinoff to a shitty movie. Yeah, why would they do it? Did you like one? it? Suicide Squad wasn't good, even though it had some cool parts. It was like, all right. This was better than that. Um, Ewan McGregor, you know, Love big, big fan. I had Margot Robbie. Rosie Love Perez her. was in it. Ooh, Mary Elizabeth Rosie Winstead, Perez. who I like, and Ollie Wong. Um, oh my god, yeah. that's a good cast. It was, cast. and like I, I heard, I think some negative things about it. They changed the name like three times before it came out. Um, I wanted to not like it, and I didn't dislike it. I, I didn't love it, but it was, it was okay. Like I gave it like you a. Entertained. I was entertained. Yeah, like I was, I was glad I watched it. It had some redeeming, redeeming qualities, okay. and like it had some good parts. 
Like, yeah, I mean. I feel like there's a lot of Harley Quinn fans out is there. Is it action-packed? Yeah. Yeah, you know it is. It's, and it was, it was well-produced. Um, if there wasn't a quarantine going on right now, I'd, you know, I wouldn't recommend you put it atop your list, but you're running out of shit. Put, yeah. it, in, put it in your put queue. Put it in. <laughs> your quarantine queue. Get it going. Let's move on to Jojo Rabbit. That one was interesting. Now, this is interesting. I thought this was going to be like a very dry, satirical, kind of like a Moonrise Kingdom. Um, and it was that for like the parts. first half. And the trailer that you only saw like from the first 15 minutes of the movie, I feel like from every trailer that they made, um, it evolved and like had took bits from here and there, turned into like a lot of things. But it was a really good movie. Gave you some feels, had a lot of funny, like it was like it was really well done. Um, yeah, I, li- I liked it. It was like, it was an- up for some Oscars. It was, too, wasn't it? So. and it turned out to be like anti-hate satire, like, you know, which is, which is nice. Yeah. I was into that. You could always it was- use some anti-hate right now. <laughs> yeah. It was visually stunning. It looked Definitely. really good. Definitely. 80% from critics, 94% audience score. Wow. High scores. Yeah. Saw the way back. That was way depressing. <laughs> which one was the way back? Benefleck. That was like a trailer made it look like a basketball movie. Oh yeah, like he I know was what you're he's about. a basketball coach. Like he's the basketball coach. Yeah, yeah. and it was like a An basketball inspirational, inspirational basketball, basketball movie. Mr. Carter. It too. was not a basketball movie. No, no, no. Basketball is part of it, and he coaches in a lot of it. Um, but that didn't even happen to almost halfway What's through. It? Is and, it more just about Ben Affleck and his yeah, life? Or? Yes. And like, yeah, his problems and alcoholism and it's slow and sad, a little depressing, but uplifting, well done, well acted, um, good movie. 80, I try not to get like too depressing during for sure. these times. Like people 80, are already yeah, like, yeah. Comedy, not my favorite to recommend, but like it, it was good. 83% critics, 84% audience score. That's high. I've been waiting to talk about this. Oh, am I so excited to talk about this? <laughs> the gentleman. I didn't. I didn't understand. I can't. Why wait I'm not to see hearing this. about the gentleman? Never mm-hmm. heard about it. Have no idea like, what saw, it's about. Saw until some trailers. Today. Saw the cast. I knew it had an awesome cast. A Guy Ritchie movie with Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant. Oh, like just to start. Love them like all. oh my god. Like and it was. It looked awesome. It didn't kind of came out no one said a word everyone forgot about it i didn't hear a thing good bad like no one said anything about it so did I you s- like it soon it wasn't very good it's my favorite movie i've seen in a while your favorite awesome. movie you've seen in i a while? loved the mm-hmm. shit out of wow. this movie i mean if you're a fan of guy Ritchie movies you are a fan of the gentleman i used to be if it wasn't for how much i loved sherlock holmes and what he did with uh Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I'd say that this was the best Guy Ritchie flick since Snatch. Man. That's, that's, that's my statement. favorite Guy that Ritchie movie. That is a movie. bold statement. Everybody's favorite Guy Ritchie yeah, movie. It, it, and that's, I've given him a chance time after time after time again, but I never felt like he'd, he's done anything. Well, he's made 20 movies and three or four of them are really good. <laughs> 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 the rest of them are really like, good. Well, now oh. I'm excited to see it. It's awesome. Um, the uh, critics, 74%, and audience, 84%. Um, but I love the shit out of it. I thought it was so cool. If um, you like it, I know I'm going to like it. Hugh Grant played a non-Hugh Grant role. <laughs> no really? Way. First of all, you haven't seen Hugh Grant in 35 years. <laughs> Where's he been? 
Hugh, Hugh Grant. Some like Bridget Jones no, no, diary. He, he didn't even look like the same guy. Like you haven't seen Hugh Grant in so long. Does he um, still have hair? He still has hair, but it's not the '90s haircut anymore. It's, it's crazy. Not, it's not. Does he play the same like romantic? Hugh Grant always plays the same character. role. Yeah. Hugh Grant. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he doesn't in this movie. Like Guy Ritchie pulls a character out of him, no and, and he and he does well. Like Ooh, yes, I'm excited. It's good. For this. Well, well done. You'll like it. Strong recommendation. God, I'm like so excited. Tomorrow morning, it's going down. Put the stamp of crunch on it. Another one here. Bloodshot. What is Bloodshot? Bloodshot. Vin Diesel. Vincent Diesel. There, Bleasel. Um, <laughs> with Isa Gonzalez, who is so hot, it hurts. She is too pretty. Too pretty to be in movies. It's it's She's distracting. Diesel Gonzalez? My approach and attitude going into Bloodshot was, okay, let's fucking get this over with. <laughs> like... Got it. This is gonna be. We, we have we have a very wasted. talented crunchtastic R and D department who floods us with uh with these movies and these shows so we can watch. You gotta everything. go through them and we see got, what's interesting. We gotta go through not. them. I was not excited for Bloodshot. Tomatoes. Not excited about Bloodshot. <laughs> Critic score thirty percent. Oh no. Audience score seventy eight percent. Wow, that's I a loved huge it. difference. What? Loved it. Just you loved, loved it. it. Couldn't wait to hate it again. Like didn't have the pe- like pen and paper out. Like well, I did the Invisible Man. Is different. It depends. R- ready on, like, to their make list jokes. Is very different. Their Maybe criteria. I had such low expectations that it was good. Just pleasantly surprised. I was waiting for the point to turn it off. I was like, I was like waiting for the like. Okay, I know that point will come where I'm just like can't take it anymore, and it never came. I was like, well, well, oh. Hmm, oh, that's cool. Like, shot. Vincent Diesel with a solid performance. Is it action? Action. Very sci-fi, very action. Okay. Finn Diesel is always brings the action. Now, you've been assigned some as well. I want to hear what you've been watching. Um. So. Give me some good I mean, mine was like a little bit different than your movie list. Well, for, by design. <laughs> well, we have a three-year-old, so we've been watching a few other things in addition to some of these big ones. I mean, we'd watch The Hunt, and then we would turn on, like, Onward, and (laughs) be like, total switcheroo here. But, I mean, very entertaining. You have kids. If you haven't seen it already, you have to. Good story. So great to watch. This I definitely is the can new watch big it. thing. All, it the, is. all the kids that are coming up are going to be watching Onward for their movie every single day. Definitely. For the next two years. The next Moana Frozen yeah. is yeah. Onward. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, on that note, we watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Tell me good. about some Sonic the well, Hedgehog. Haven't we seen Jim Carrey in a while. Jim Carrey had been like four years since... He's done a movie, so and we're always gonna watch anything Jim Carrey. It, it feels like the same old Jim Carrey character. Like I feel like I've seen this character before. He plays a villain, but it was fun because it's like we grew up with Sonic, and it felt like it brought back like the fun video game type action movie. Like it was fast and going, and there was a lot to it. So, I mean, it was definitely entertaining for sure. Um, and then another one. <laughs> Again, total like Blair movie switch, but well, I, I had to watch. Rick I had to watch Little Women. I had to. You had to. Yeah. I mean, represent for the ladies, B. Well, of course, and it just had like the best cast. Anytime there's Meryl Streep, Laura Dern, I'm in. Sersha, Sersha, Lady um, Bird, Emma Watson. There was like I just loved them, and then just like. 
we're watching and just hanging out. And then also like the biggest surprise. I'm not paying attention at all until this point. <laughs> no, Tyler was not as into Little Women as I was. But also I was like, this is the dad? And it's Bob Odenkirk. Out of nowhere. From Better Call Saul. You just randomly Saul Goodman drops in. <laughs> Better Call Bob. I was like, like, is that who I think it is? He's like, the father to 17 little women. <laughs> no. So I was like, oh my God. And it was great. I mean, it definitely got beyond high scores for Rotten Tomatoes. And it's everything that you expect from a good little woman. Even had movie. a little cameo from Jimmy McGill. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is totally different. Like, not ex- I expected in the least bit. So I was like, wow. So those are some of the movies, but... I know that once we talk about shows, I've been it's like heavy shows. into the shows. It's the right shows now. that everyone's heavy. That's the new shit. It's the new new. Everyone wants to talk about the fresh flicks like, and, the hot, and the hot shows. Yeah. And so, like, let's move into. Can we? Because I definitely shows. have a lot more to talk about there. First thing to talk about right off the bat has got to be Ozark. If you haven't started or finished Ozark, oh, so matter with you. Season three good. is out. It is so fucking good. We thought we were done with season two long ago, and we still had like four to go. So we oh, had, we've been bro. catching up. Oh, but it's so good. Jason it's Bateman so does good. such a good job, and Laura Linney blows me away. Like she plays that character so well. I got a little too cheached while watching the first episode of Three a little while back, <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm staring at Laura Linney, and I realized she is the William Hurt of actresses. Oh, okay. I don't know what makes me say that. Yeah, <laughs> please <laughs> support but your it, argument. But it makes sense. I don't know. Just think about it, and if you look at like their like it's something about the eyes and the way they act and the roles that they have. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I, got. <laughs> I can't explain it. Feels right. how I feel. It was just no, a thought. I'm obsessed. With I those had arts. to share. It gives me like the. Still, like, also that anxiety. Like, where yeah, I'm just like, it's like, a lot of anxiety. I gotta get up, and I'm like, oh my god, like, it just makes me realize I could just never be a criminal. <laughs> like, like, I just like couldn't handle this, like, all these lies, and I'm just like, how do they just like keep going? And then, like, Laura Lynn is something crazy will happen, and then she plays such a good, like, politician face where yeah, she just has like good. those cute dimples pop out, and she's just like back <laughs> talking normal, and you're like, damn, girl. <laughs> We're so excited to open up this casino and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, because we just mentioned it, got to throw it out there. Halfway done. Better call Saul. Oh, so it, good. On AMC and it, Netflix. Everybody's also so like good. re-binging Breaking Bad. As you should. Yeah. But as Better Call Saul is like right with it. And I'm obsessed. I love how they've done the story. This season has been Bob awesome. Odenberg. It's been awesome. It has been so it's good. It's been awesome. The first couple the have been cast. real setup seasons, but this one's got a lot of payoff it's in every episode. It's got a lot of bite. And Bob Odenkirk blows me away every episode. He's I want so him great. to be my lawyer. <laughs> He's great. So I was running out of shit to see, and I've watched a couple episodes of Dark Side of the Ring on the Vice channel. What is that? It I only saw it's I saw the two part series on uh, Chris Benoit. It is like the fucked up, crazy stories behind professional wrestling, which I Ooh, have absolutely zero interest in. Yeah, we've never been I, a big wrestling. Let me before. let me tell you how much I love wrestling. Like, yeah. yeah. When I say none, I'm 
exaggerating. I do um, love Total Divas. <laughs> all about the women's yeah, Blair it's, loves it's made a big wave. It's popular. Like a lot of people like it. I'm not trying to offend any wrestling fans out there because there's a bunch of them. But I'm just not. A, I've never been a huge fan. Some people grew up with it. Chris Benoit was one of the the biggest to do it, and it was like his two part crazy story in the '90s about 2000s. how he. Um, yeah killed his son and his wife and then hung himself all oh like God. in the same weekend what? and like yeah like it's crazy in the same weekend yeah oh my god that's intense um 90 day fiance oh love the, it the, the the new the new season <laughs> I, of whatever it is before the 90 day or i mean that's that's quality stuff it's just like a train wreck that i can't take my eyes off at like most of the time like oh and dealing with like relationships as like my professional work and people like oh matchmaking and it's like oh god I want to rip my hair out I'm like there's no way these would be successful like I just can't but yeah I have to just keep watching um so a few more shows that I've been into which of course like there's some of these binge ones and we're gonna get to like mm-hmm. the obvious here in a second but um. Love is Blind was on and again just kind of going off like relationships and craziness. Everyone. There was like more memes about Love, some is, Love Blind. is Blind. Oh if you hadn't God. seen it, it's like one of those like You'd like everyone you had to end now. up I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it either. I have no idea what I haven't it is. seen an episode of it, but Blair explained the whole thing to me and where I had zero interest of seeing it after she explained it to me. I was like, "Okay, like I, I could see where you could get lost in that for a bit." Yeah, like, under normal circumstances, I would I never no idea what it's I would about. never want to watch What's that. What's it about, player? I mean, it's like I don't know how many there are, but say there's like 12 men and 12 women and they're it's all about like making relationships without seeing each other. So you're trying to build this foundation and they're trying to say like is love blind. So they start off in these pods and they kind of just keep going on these dates. And see who they are making connections with. With like talking, but without seeing each other. They're not seeing each other, gotcha. but they can only hear each other. But then you like propose while in the pods before you see people, and <laughs> then you like get to finally meet. But oh, you don't. Yeah. It's not like married at first sight, but cl- which obviously I love that as well. <laughs> if anybody wants to talk that, I'm here for it. But with Love Is Blind, they like. They meet and then they go kind of on a getaway and then meet the family and then they decide if they want to get married after that. And they have the wedding. They they all go to the wedding or the ones that like actually propose and then like you see who says yes and who says no. And you're like, <laughs> but some of these relationships, you could tell that they like want it to work or they're trying to say a thing. You can just see like sabotage, self-sabotage and like just what happens in relationships. And like that's a big one. It's a big one, so it's just like, oh my god, it's a hot mess too. But I loved it. Um, And then, of course, like what everybody is also just binging, trying to find all sorts of random stuff. It looks like nailed it became such another like (laughs) big one. People have been watching it, but now everyone's like trying some dumb shit in the kitchen with like whatever they have. And (laughs) nailed it has been like a huge one that people have been binging. The binging success. (laughs) I saw there was a new season that got released yesterday oh see yeah everybody's on it which i get that it's like pretty great to watch and then um i haven't seen these two yet but i know that they're big binge worthy ones uh you and fleabag totally different (laughs) fleabag is good you you like fleabag fleabag i know i would love it i just like have to watch i think there's only two seasons like i could buzz that out and it's only like six episodes in each season under 20 minutes each. oh i know that that one's good and then you i just feel like everybody's talking about it and now i just need to watch it just because you 
you. What's the matter, you? Um, and then Blake. I mean, I mean, we have to talk about it. Obviously. <laughs> We're going God, there. It took us on by storm. But not before we take a break. Enjoying something crunchy? Follow us on social media and tweet us your comments and questions at crunch underscore cast. We encourage you to participate and thank you for listening. back <laughs> i'm so excited for this <laughs> all right everybody has fucking seen tiger king <laughs> yeah literally everybody has seen fucking tiger king Every, our mother has seen those everybody is making <laughs> memes about believe. it if you haven't seen tiger king go something's wrong it. with you go see it something's, right something's wrong with you it, trust me it's in your it. best interest to see this so that the memes make sense <laughs> because they're so funny it's just a part of pop That's culture. That's what everybody's talking about right now. It's been the most bingeable show Definitely. of the quarantine. Whether we like it or not, Joe Exotic is <laughs> he, stitched into the fabric of our pop culture. Was, the Tiger King. He was too early to office. He should have waited a couple of more years. That, that was his problem. He peaked too early. It's like if this guy gets president or even governor, like I'm running for office. He like. ran for governor of Oklahoma. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of everybody's a big fan. Celebs are huge fans of the show, including Cardi B, Jared Leto, Kim Kardashian, Chrissy Teigen, and Dax Shepard, who hopes to play him in the future movie. Oh, oh my God. Please tell me there's a movie. Everyone has seen it. We are not here to talk about what you know about Tiger King already. We no. assume you've seen Tiger well, you King. you crazy cats and kittens. Yeah, y'all seen this stuff. <laughs> I want to talk about, about Carol Baskin. What you don't know. About Tiger Ooh, King. Oh, I'm excited for this. Let's first talk about Netflix's Tiger King, nine true facts that didn't make the documentary. Okay. Provided by Cinema Blend. Ooh. First thing I want to talk about, and I knew this going in, <laughs> Joe Exotic didn't write or sing all of the songs in the oh. music videos. <laughs> yeah, no way. You know he didn't sing them. When, he, when that Thought shit he might was have. playing, I was like... Oh, no way. This is good. Like, this guy can sing. Uh-huh. It's a and real it, country star. And then you start hearing it, and you're like, no fucking way this guy <laughs> sang this song. No. Uh, there is not a lot of positivity to cling to while watching Tiger King, as it is essentially a documentary about bad people doing bad things to other bad people. Yeah. But <laughs> one element that gives genuine appreciation is Joe Exotic's music, particularly the songs <laughs> I Saw Tiger and Hear Katie Katie. <laughs> Ooh, my favorites. A couple of my favorites. Even this part of Netflix series has a bit of a dark side, though, because apparently there is a fair amount of contention regarding whether or not Exotic is actually performing. Author podcaster Robert Moore says that a group called the Clinton Johnson Band is actually responsible for the popular tracks, with Exotic just singing quietly over them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you knew he was not singing. And when you hear the production of the song, you're like, oh, that's a real band. That's a yeah, real singer. Yeah, I know. It's way too good to be his, for sure. If he's paying 2500 bucks a Tiger, he is not getting this kind of airtime. Like This this is like $10,000 an hour kind of production. He's hawking $2,500 Tigers? Nah, no. Shit ain't adding up. No way. <laughs> Nothing's adding up with them. Doc Antle's park is still open, even during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, my God. Of, of course oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. 
One of the more shocking shocking details that arrives at the very end of Tiger King, and only in text form, is that Doc Antle got a visit from the police at the end of last year. According to the documentary (laughs) series, Myrtle Beach Safari was raided in December 2019, though it is not mentioned exactly why the raid happened. However, if this news makes you think that Doc Andles Park is now out of commission, think again. According to Variety, not only has Myrtle Beach Safari remained open in the months since the raid, but it's even active during the ongoing pandemic. It's thriving. (laughs) Well, they're like, after all this press and after the... Yeah, everybody (laughs) wants to come see. After the Netflix... Oh, God. Nope, we're essential. Doors open. It's hard to tell like who's the bigger hot mess. Like out of all of them, it's three stories that could be a movie each on their own. Yeah, who uh, has the best publicist is, which is the one that looks the, the bigger mess. Definitely, Doc. Here's a little, a little bomb, just like a little tasty bomb to drop. Joe Exotic had another straight husband <laughs> before what? John Travis and Dylan. So he's got a type. After watching Tiger King, many have highlighted the strange fact that Joe Exotic, an openly gay man, managed to get two men who identify as straight to marry him. But evidently, that's only part of the story. It's not mentioned in the documentary, but the animal hoarder actually had a fourth husband who also apparently identified as straight. One he was married to before John Finley and after his first husband, Brian Ryan, who passed away in 1991. According to New York Magazine, Maldonado Passage was also briefly married to a man named J.C. Hartpence. Where's this guy? Little is known about Hartpence, but he's currently in prison uh, for a murder he committed after he and the Tiger King were divorced. Oh, God. I wonder if he was set up. (laughs) It was the other one. How does he keep getting... So the tigers is how he keeps getting all these like straight... I just don't want to know. baby. That's all it takes. <laughs> so Shaquille O'Neal was shown for like a brief second, and he's come out just what? every which way he can. Just be like, I'm not friends with that guy. I don't know this man. <laughs> when like, did he, that happen? I don't know. I didn't he even probably remember stopped seeing into it. The but park like, he did. He, sto- he, he did. He stopped something. in just to like take pictures and visit as yeah. like a visitor. And like he has had to be like, I'm not friends with this guy. I have no business with him. Like nothing like that. But here's a fun fact: Jeff Lowe is trying to get money from Shaquille O'Neal for his new park because he's run out of funds entirely. He's trying to get funds from anybody for yeah. his new park. And how yes. do they all keep making more zoos? Where it's like, stop doing this. Stop making zoos. Stop. Yeah. Make like, it illegal. Like the government hasn't made the, the right steps to make no, this shit illegal so that in. you can't do this. I don't know stuff how anymore, there's not more so. laws for this. It didn't seem like anything I was seeing was legal. Like they how? tried a couple of times, but the, the right laws did not get passed. Carol Baskin had a boyfriend after her husband's disappearance oh, who filed a restraining order. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. She's like terrifying. <laughs> she had that same like straight face and they were like, did you kill your husband and feed him to tigers? And she's like, what? And just has this like what? totally calm, no. like unfazed face. And no. you're like, that just freaks me out. Like, crazy. I didn't feed him to the tigers. Even OJ was like, she totally did it. I fed him to the ligers. <laughs> One of the lingering mysteries the internet sleuths have latched onto in Tiger King is the strange case of Carol Baskin's first husband, Don Lewis, who disappeared in August 1997, two months after filing a restraining order against his wife. As shown in the documentary, Baskin eventually remarried, getting together with current husband, 
Howard Basket. And how that happened, I don't know. He'd yeah. be like, oh, I can't wait to marry you. Like, because <laughs> everything went so great with your past. <laughs> what a deal. But Robert Moore has revealed details of another relationship she had with a man named Jay Bacall. Similar to Lewis, Bacall also wound up filing a restraining order against Baskin, and in the report said that he was fearful for his life, highlighting two conversations that led him to believe that his girlfriend killed her former husband. Oh, yeah. In the restraining order report. What? I fear for my life, and I have reason to believe, based on two previous conversations, that she killed her last husband. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm I telling mean, you, I don't think it takes like a... And this uh, has been reopened, by the way. They I are revisiting say, the case after all of this. Please tell me this case isn't closed. After how many people that aren't detectives like are us? Like, yeah. Like, how many people like, that are couched does it, it take to be like... Crime yeah. solved. Like, no. And that will, in the will, it's like, just in case my husband disappears, strangely, like... Dies or disappears. Yeah. That's not Um, worked into anybody. Did you see the tiger food addendum? It's on page 68. (laughs) If my tigers get hungry enough. (laughs) The lawyer didn't think that was like a little bit weird at the time. Like, oh yeah. That's a little surprising. This is not surprising. <laughs> Carol Baskin is super unhappy about how Tiger King came together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't no like how Carol didn't like it. Portrayed? No <laughs> way. Carol didn't like you it. You did this to yourself. You could yeah. look at her in two seconds. I and didn't know. kill your husband, bitch. What do you expect? Put that out. <laughs> this fact couldn't be featured in Tiger King simply because it's a response to the completed work, but it should be noted that Carol Baskin is far from happy with how she was represented in the documentary and feels that she was misled about the series' content. Via post on BigCatRescue.org, Baskin says that she was led to believe she was participating in the Big Cat version of Blackfish. That's exactly what we yeah. said. We yeah. were like, I, we feel like the... this is like she is, Blackfish. She's refuted a selection of statements made and has attacked those who accuse her of murdering her former husband, Don Lewis. Directors Eric Good and Rebecca Chaiklin refute those claims in the Los Angeles Times interview saying that the documentary evolved as the story continued to oh, unfold. Oh, yeah, you go where the story and is. And that okay. Baskin wasn't coerced into talking about her personal life and backstory on camera. And that, like, makes they sense. They didn't even talk enough about it, that, if you ex- ask me. I'm like, that's, man. That should be the whole spinoff story. Like, exactly. Part two. Part that's what everybody's Baskin. talking about is Carol Baskin, like, like where killing her. Is where's your husband? husband? Like, where's your husband? Where Carol? is he? What where pile he? of tiger shit is your <laughs> husband located? <laughs> point to the general area of the tiger cage. Here's another one. Not that surprising. <laughs> this is an earth-shaking news here. Okay, Joe Exotic is absolutely loving the attention that he is getting i was gonna be like is he just like loving this right now yes it has been like a poop parade on prune (laughs) avenue and i am the dang roustabout who got handed the pooper scooper well let me tell you something sir don't just whiz in my soup and call it minestrone chris maloney (laughs) (laughs) what what is he talking about? No one knows who the fuck he's talking about. No, never. he's never making sense. He's turning into Gary Busey. 
While Carol Baskin isn't a fan of Tiger King documentary, Joe Exotic most definitely is. The documentary doesn't exactly paint the guy as a model citizen. It actually exposes many of his criminal activities beyond the ones that got him sent to prison. Oh, the whole thing was so illegal. Everything he did every day, I'm like, illegal, illegal. Yeah, I killed like a half a dozen cats. Who gives? So the girl's arm got ripped off by the tiger. I mean, she's back at work the next day. But what is it about? Is that bad? I'm never gonna financially recover from. No, he just loved that everybody agreed that Carol killed the husband. I think that's like what he like loves the most. Yeah, I saw. I think she did. I totally think she did. Not surprised at all. She didn't sell me that she didn't. I no, mean, not even she, a little bit. No, she didn't if, even. If anything, it. she would kind of submit. I was like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Just the way that she talked about it so nonchalantly. It's like, oh, so you for sure did it then. It's like, what happened? Oh, if you really want a cat to kill you, you just put sardine oil on oh, yeah. them. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> this is the exact way to do it. Yeah. This is how I would do it personally. <laughs> Oh, poor Eric Good. He is absolutely ecstatic about the idea of being famous. And that's going to lead us right into a complex article. Tiger King star Joe Exotic absolutely thrilled with newfound fame. <laughs> Some of it paints me to look like a chicken fried freakazoid who is crazier than downtown Encyclopedia Brown. But let me tell you this. That is just a Colonel's 12-piece bucket of deep-fried bologna bites, okay? Oh, wow. I am actually... A very down-to-earth, pistol-packing, double-husband-having mullet man with a lot of joie de vivre and a love of America's cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) First off, speaking of like his pistol-packing, they would just do so much meth and shoot stuff around that place where I'm like, what the fuck is happening? He almost shot his mother-in-law. Like, is that who it was? He's like, he's like, and they're like laughing. He's like, running, bitch. You fucking yeah, right I'm next like, to her feet. Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Illegal. Illegal. <sighs> Joe Exotic insists he was wrongfully convicted and reportedly oh, wants yeah. to use his newfound fame to advocate for criminal justice reform. This was revealed during a Los Angeles Times Q&A with the series co-directors and writers Eric Good and Rebecca Chaiklin. Joe has called me quite a few times over the last few days and weeks. One, he is absolutely ecstatic about the series and the idea of being famous. He's absolutely <laughs> thrilled, Good said. I think he is trying to be an advocate for, no surprise, criminal justice reform. Oh, okay. He is in a cage, and of course, he's going to say he now recognizes what he did to those animals. With Joe, we have to have empathy for him, but at the same time, he's someone who really knows what to say at the right moment. I take it with a big grain of salt when he says he is now apologetic for keeping animals. Jacqueline added, you can hardly talk to him without him mentioning the amount of press he's getting. He says people are asking him to see his Prince Albert and girls are sending him sexy bikini pictures even though he's gay. He's over the moon. Joe definitely did some horrible things to these animals. He is very abusive to them, and he shot five tigers. No question about it. But what has happened to him has also been hard. Hard to have sympathy for him after he's done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just what he admits to. I just think they should, like, all be in prison. Like, I just don't know. He's, like, the only one there. We haven't even gotten to what he's actually in prison for, which was actually paying somebody to murder somebody else. Like, that's that's what he's in prison for. But, like, those five tigers. I mean, it was Carol. I mean, those five tigers. (laughs) And then there's Carol. (laughs) Got another one from Complex here. Joe Exotic of Tiger King files... $94 million lawsuit against feds from prison. 
against the feds. Oh, yeah. TMZ has learned that Joseph Maldonado Passage, better known as Joe Exotic, has filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Interior and U.S. Federal Wildlife Service for nearly $79 million while serving his time at Grady County Jail in Oklahoma. Exotic claims in the suit, per TMZ, that he was a victim of a malicious prosecution and discrimination because of the aforementioned agencies were allegedly responsible for stealing my property and promoting an animal rights agenda when they purposefully tried to put him out of his business by placing the generic tiger on the endangered species list. So because they put the tiger on the endangered species list, it fucked him out of business. You can't sue the feds for that. I mean, (laughs) Exotic argues that he was discriminated against because he is the only person charged with this statute because he is an openly gay male with the largest collection of generic tigers and crossbreeds. He is seeking $78,840,000, which would cover his personal property loss as well as 18 years worth of his work with tigers. He's also demanding another $15 million for being falsely arrested and imprisoned over intended murder plot on his enemy, Carol Baskin, an animal rights activist behind the sanctuary Big Cat Rescue, in addition to violating the Endangered Species Act for killing five tigers. He's serving a 22-year sentence after he was found guilty in October 2017. Exotic also claims his former business partner, Jeff Lowe, lied to investigators and planted evidence that would implicate him while alleging that another former colleague's turn as an informant contributed to the death of his mother wow that's that a lot whole thing to was like crazy when they were all like going at his mom and like oh again they're all doing such crazy shit it's hard to like i mean so you just like became an informant so all your stuff i mean when they're talking doing the interview with the dude in the bathtub and it's like i know <laughs> so you were the one that got hired to kill carol <laughs> and he's like well you're gonna have to chat with me while i'm in the tub because i need a bath <laughs> more important things to do right now like wash my armpits I mean <laughs> you want to talk to me you can help me shave my armpits <laughs> oh my god I'll go to school okay I'll go to school <laughs> a couple other fun facts before we move on John Finlay former husband got his teeth fixed Oh, he did? The one oh, that yeah. had, like, heard. a space oh, yeah. between every other two? Oh, yeah, and he did an interview with David Spade, and, like, yeah, it got uh, dent- dentures in, said it was, like, the most painful thing ever, and, yeah, it looks great. It looks that un- unrecognizable. That was the most painful thing ever? Yeah, yeah. Ripping your teeth out with your bare knuckles didn't hurt that bad? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did you lose your other teeth? You just, I know you just pulled them out. He wanted to make a point, a point to say to David Spade and to everyone he could after that came out that... The uh, pink shirt, three groom reading scene on the show was all Joe's idea. <laughs> oh, you know, we knew that. Okay. Probably had a good idea. The matching salmon colored shirts. For the I felt so bad for those guys the whole time. Like, you just like know that. I mean, and what for the tigers? You got sucked in? Like, for the I'm meth. still. Not the the oh. tigers were just like. Yeah, I forgot about the math. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget about the math. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think those teeth went? Yeah. So, yeah. So there was more to the story about the tigers. alligators that they didn't tell you about either. The alligators that got burned up and died in the fire. Oh, in the, in the fire. fire. Yeah. Those were famous alligators. Really? They came from Michael Jackson's Neverland what? Ranch. <gasps> yeah. They killed MJ's alligators. Yeah. Well, now I really hate them. Yeah. 
Mesa just kind of hit him before. getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. thought this was interesting. Doc Anil, um, remember the Britney Spears on stage with the big yellow the python? Yeah. python? Yes. That was Doc Anil's. And you could even see in the video, he's on the back with a tiger in the cage. You could even see him. 2001 in, uh, MTV VMAs. <laughs> no there way. has been so many celebrities that have all these pictures that was of his all of Burmese these like, python. animals. And I all knew I've that seen that from. flavor saver somewhere before. <laughs> Tyler did say, I was like, this guy looks familiar. Yeah, I know that long white ponytail and blonde flavor saver he's got he on his lower familiar. lip. These two you're going to want to hear about. There could be a season two of Tiger King on Netflix. Yes. Speaking of Entertainment Weekly, Tiger King producers Eric Good and Rebecca Chaiklin said the story of Tiger King could be continued. Rebecca said we have a crazy amount of footage and there's still <laughs> sure. and there's the story's still unfolding. Forty four thousand yeah. hours left of footage yeah. to go through. Not only that, there's another Joe Exotic TV series in the works. Oh God. <laughs> Before Tiger King was released on Netflix, there was already a Wondery podcast about Joe Exotic, and it was previously announced that the podcast is being made into a TV series. Deadline reports that Universal Content Productions, UCP, are adapting the podcast for television, and it's being executive produced, and will star Kate McKinnon. Yes. Nice. Who's being cast as the role of Carol Baskin. That's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now this is just such a huge thing that I feel like anything thing. Tiger King, people thing. are going to watch it. I know. I'm going to keep following along. Yeah. the Literally, the memes are the funniest things I've ever seen. It's some funny shit. That's not the only good stuff out there, though. And we're helping you fill up your quarantine queue. We've gone over movie shows. Let's keep going. Let's do uh, some documentaries and stand-up. Yeah, From TV Guide, five docs just as crazy as Tiger King to binge right now. Yeah. First one is called Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. It's Saw no that. spoiler to yeah, say that the Fire Fest does not turn out well. You know from the start that this faux luxury, ineptly planned tropical music festival is doomed, and there's nothing quite like a front row seat to an epic train wreck. But nothing can oh, prepare you crazy. for the absolute insanity at every level, from the brazen con artistry from the co-founders, to the circus of social media influencers, to the cult psychology of delusional festival workers. And after one staffer steps up to take one for the team, you'll be so intoxicated by the madness, you'll be ready to watch the other nearly as good FryFest documentary on Hulu. You saw that one? Yes. You saw it first. And I didn't know all about that until I like I heard here and there, but after watching I was like, Oh my god, like it sounded terrible. And as all the people started showing up and it just being even more and more of a nightmare, like I can't imagine being in that situation. Yeah. It'd be terrifying. The documentary was amazing. Uh as fast as that thing came about, you know, I, I heard about it when it was supposed to be going down and people were having terrible experiences. It got washed over real fast. Yeah. It really did. <clears throat> it got washed Until over. The Until yeah. the documentary. Until the documentary. Now we're talking about it. <laughs> talking and about here it. we are. Here's one I think you guys are going to like. Tickled. This is on Hulu. Okay. Don't let anybody spoil Tickled for you. Here's all you need to know. A TV reporter in New Zealand stumbles across something weird on the internet, as one does, and decides to do a fun news segment on the event called competitive endurance tickling his investigation quickly leads (laughs) him down an increasingly dark and disturbing rabbit hole and we'll leave it at that the less you know going in the better 
you may pity the Tiger King, but you'll fear the Tickle King. The Tickle. <laughs> now I just need to see this and like know what's happening because I just can't even imagine. What's the song? This one is on Hulu. Okay. Three Identical Strangers, also on Hulu. This one is another documentary where the less you know going in, the better. A college freshman arrives on campus and unexpectedly meets his mirror image, an identical brother he never knew existed, separated at birth. Soon a third comes out of the woodwork, and what? the three identical triplets become inseparable best friends. Oh In the God. textbook nature-nurture dichotomy, despite vastly different families and backgrounds, the boys all share shockingly consistent personalities and mannerisms as they begin to forge their own family in adulthood. Too much has already been said, but the film's sharp left turn in a wholly bizarre and unexpected story will hurt your brain in the best possible way. Oh, I definitely need to see this. It's multiplicity, so but it's a documentary... Three identical strangers on Hulu. Can you imagine just like going to college and all of a sudden seeing like <laughs> your identical twin? Is that nuts? And then, and then there's then like there's a, third. a third out there. Thought we had a crazy story. I know. I was just thinking. I'm like, <laughs> man, we thought we were crazy. Abducted in plain sight. This is on Netflix. A young Idaho girl named Jan Broberg did not mean that up. Dude Broman. <laughs> Jan Broberg. Jan Broberg is brainwashed and kidnapped twice by a predatory family friend while her naive Mormon parents sit by and do worse than nothing. If you don't yell, what is wrong with you at your TV at least seven times during the series, then well, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) The inconceivable question at the core of this documentary is how loving parents could be able to willingly blind themselves to so many red flags. And while Jan herself is unquestionably a victim of a truly depraved man, the parents' stories unfold a way that blurs the lines between their own victimhood and their complicity. Jan takes a harrowing journey through the most extreme form of gaslighting, but her resilience finally allows her to see things clearly in retrospect. Oh my god. That one could be cool. Sounds interesting. I gotta see that one too, even though I... I know. It's hard for me to watch anything with abduction. You could watch McMillions. I've heard about this one. McMillions is on HBO Now, HBO Go, and YouTube TV. We all know the long-running McDonald's Monopoly sweepstakes game promised... Anybody could order a Big Mac and become a millionaire. In truth, a massive crime ring had the entire game rigged in one of the most unbelievable fraud schemes of all time. What? Sure, it's interesting learning how the criminals created the plan in the first place, how they looped so many people into the scam, and how they got away with it for so long. But the real kick is the FBI agent at the center of the investigation, Doug Matthews, a junior desk agent who longs for something more glamorous than yet another white-collar crime. Although having zero training in undercover field work, Matthews carpes the DM to live out his fantasies of being an awesome spy, masterminding cockamamie undercover schemes more befitting to Mission Impossible than McDonald's. Interesting. Yeah, that's got my attention. Yeah. McMillions. Everybody did like the McDonald's Monopoly for a second. I knew that shit was a scam. Like, I mean. You're going to charge a dollar for a burger, but you're going to give me well, a no, million they, bones? They, they, like, scam, they found a way to scam McDonald's. Oh, oh McDonald's they, 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 they scammed the game. Hey. These guys scammed the game. They rigged the game. Oh, Even yeah. I got to see it. Yeah. 
Getting, we didn't get scammed. They got scammed. Ooh, I'm getting tingled. So you didn't bone. <laughs> they didn't bone. <laughs> they didn't bone. You saw, or you have a good documentary to recommend yeah, as well, I actually, or one you keep hearing about? I don't even know. I think it like just started coming out, um, and I don't even know that much about it, but it's called How to Fix a Drug Scandal, mm. which says everything I need it to. Sold. Yeah, all yeah, done. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Hit me with some stand-up. Yeah, you, I mean, if you need some laughs after all this, like, craziness, Tyler and I, we've been watching a lot of good stand-up specials. These are must, must-sees must and our favorites. Um, Dave Chappelle, The Age of Spin. So good. If you haven't, yeah, you've got to see it. Got to see that. Um, that was very good. One of Tyler's favorites, Burt Kreischer. Um, hey, Big Boy. Birdie, birdie, Bert. Seen a lot of Bert. Have not seen that. Was that one good? It was good. That's his newest one. Is it worthy? The newest one just came out. Yeah, it's worthy. Worthy. Okay. For sure. It's good an hour. Just you. Great hour. Uh, Tom Segura, Ball Hog. So funny. I think so it's, funny. it's better than Birdie Bert's. It's so uh, intellectually a little bit smarter as far as how it's put together. Oh. Classic Richard Pryor live in concert. Oh, if you so haven't glad, seen, I'm so some glad you Richard put that Pryor. on. Even if you had seen, some I think Richard it's on Pryor. Netflix right now. <sighs> need to see it. The you grandfather of comedy. Yeah, you know what this quarantine needs? A little more Richard. A little Pryor. more Richard Pryor. Twenty percent more <laughs> definitely, <Richard> definitely. <laughs> um, Mark Marin, End Times Fun. Okay. Um, you saw that one? Yeah, he knows what's up. He knows how to put together a special. A, a good special. Okay, yeah, he's seasoned veteran. If you don't know Mark Marin, he's a New York comic. He's great. Okay, yeah, and there's that. a lot out there, but these are just some of like the top faves for sure. Anthony Jeselnik, thoughts and prayers. I often I love think that one. every situation, what would Anthony do? <laughs> I love that one. It doesn't get old. I love. No, that. you could definitely watch that one time and time again. That's a classic. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger, Elder Millennial. Mm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good special. I've seen that one. Liked it. Elder seen Millennial. That one. That's She's just funny. Like, yeah. yeah. And Donald Glover, Weirdo. Have not seen that one. I've, I saw you haven't seen Donald no. Glover special? No. That, it was a young Donald Glover. I think even before he was a childish Gambino uh, talking about. Maybe I have. Going to Home Depot with like his adopted. Brother, mm. no, it's no, not ringing any bells. It's, it's awesome. Well, either way, I should check that out. Yeah, yeah. we love one Donald of, Glover. One of my favorites. Oh, get into that. One of my favorites. And Nikki Glazer, banging. Love Nikki. I love Nikki. She's always funny. Oh, one of my other favorites, Wanda Sykes. Amazing. Not normal. <laughs> Wanda's funny. Amazing. I love, I love everything Wanda Sykes does, and this is hilarious. And um, last, Hannah Gadsby, Nanette, so funny. Everybody's talking about that being the, it's like the best stand-up special for the last couple of years. Yes. Yeah, really? Australian really good. stand-up. Really good, really funny. So well, time to definitely, get weird on that. Yeah, you need some like laughs and need some good stand-up in your life. Those are like the, the first specials you need to see. That is successfully filling up a quarantine queue. That's We've a good cue. Movies, shows, stand up, documentaries. Dogs. You're yeah. at least good up? until next Friday. We got some. Yeah. <laughs> next week, we'll have some more stuff. Oh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have some more stuff. Well, uh, could not be more excited for this. We saved the best for last year. 
And uh, yes. we're going to turn it over for Tyler for another long-weighted round. I've been so ready of for this. What'd you do, man? What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do, man? What'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> what'd you do? I can't this is wait very fitting after some of the stuff we've talked about now. After, uh, I mean, Tiger King's and he's, he's caged. Let's talk about uh, who else is in the who box. Who else got yeah. caged? To the round of, you've been caged. <laughs> <laughs> in a whole different meaning. So as before, I'm going to show you a mugshot of a perp. Mm-hmm. And you have to use your best judgment skills to tell me, uh, what'd you do? Uh, okay. What'd, what'd you do? What'd you do, man? What'd you do, lady? The first. Oh, oh okay. It's first one here. First perp. She's pretty. She's very pretty. Oh, Oh, I like her. Okay, <laughs> like, we're, we're looking at. But she definitely a, looks like we're she looking was at up like to a thugged out. Is she uh, Latina or is she Asian, Blair? I'm it's not hard to sure tell from actually. Here. Um, but she's beautiful. Yeah, she's got long she's dark gorgeous. hair. I think she's Latina. And she could be 15 she, different ethnicities. Really, she's like a she's a unicorn. She's beautiful. She looks like she's a model. I mean, dark skin, dark hair, gorgeous. But she's definitely. But she's like got out. the brows that like yeah like she's you don't mess with this bitch. Yeah, too. she like, didn't get busted for loitering. I'm thinking. Um, oh, this is hard. Debit card fraud. Ooh, I like that. That's a nice <laughs> one. White collar. No, this girl, although very sexy, I'm going thugged out. She had she beat the shit out of somebody. I'm going like battery. She didn't have a mark scratch on exactly her. yeah she's she, i think she won I like think, hands down i think she beat the shit out of somebody potential arson potentially her husband <laughs> <laughs> she could have burned a place down that's angela coates 2014 and she was nominated the world's hottest mugshot oh, <laughs> at the time i'd agree she's hot she's definitely hot she's pretty damn hot okay what'd she do disorderly conduct she was like drunk somewhere <sighs> acting a fool okay so she's famous for her hotness just because she's hot just because she's hot so she got a little too drunk a little and she's not used to hearing no or being told she can't do something. So she was. So she was like, she doesn't know what I'm going to make my mugshot hot as fuck. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> my name is Angela. <laughs> I knew what I want. <laughs> All right. So we took it way too far on that one. Yeah. Yeah, we overthought it. <laughs> so she did not burn a place down or. Number two, do you guys is recognize that? this fellow? No. Is that Keanu? Way. Is that Mr. I did not do it. I, I am totally not guilty. That is not This is like young mine. Keanu Reeves. How old is he here? What did he do? 1993, Keanu. Um, um, what could have... Mr. Reeves have done. Did he just like steal something stupid? No, he could have only had like a doobie in a sock. Like, (laughs) you think it's maybe just drugs? You smell like weed, sir. Yeah, for sure. Always smell like weed. I could definitely. It's a drug charge. It's got to be drug charge. DUI in LA, nineteen ninety-three. He got a Dewey. Guess what? He was one charge though. He's fine. He's fine. He got off. Yeah, he got off. He went in devil's advocate with his lawyer. Nobody's going to charge Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Dude, you're cool. 
Just like it wasn't you driving, right? It wasn't you, right? You it was it. your friend, right? You didn't do it. It wasn't. You totally you. didn't do it. <laughs> Number three. Okay. Ooh, another cute one. What'd you do? That looks kind of like a. What'd you do? Kind of like a Sarah Highland. She does. She looks like Sarah Highland from Modern Family. She looks cute, innocent, and too young to be in jail. We're looking at a young white girl that looks like she just got. She kind of looks like a model too, like. That just came out of her, like third period, junior. <laughs> See, but I bet this year. girl burned a place down. This girl, like arson style. I'm going arson. I mean, I was way off with our previous girl. No, she looks a little crazy too. Although she's very cute, I'm going like stalking. I think she was like oh ex boyfriend st- stalking the ex. Yeah. See, and like, I think that she burned his place down. <laughs> After stalking. You're going back to arson. Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend like had like a 10-inch hog. And she's never going to be able to find that fucking hog again anywhere she's, else. So she's, she, she's upset. She got busted for hog stalking. <laughs> hog stalking. She's a hogger. This has to be it. <laughs> you guys are both wrong. Damn. Alyssa Bathrick uh, in 2014. She is 18 years old. She's young. 18. She's yeah. already had several drug charges at this time. Multiple arrests. This is Damn, probably number multiple? four or five at this Jeez. time. Jeez. Fuller. You're too cute. So Easy on the, the drugs. Pepsi. Yeah. Damn. That was a good one. Man, we, te- we definitely took that one too Wait. far. <laughs> <laughs> Not hog stalking. <laughs> I can't even say that. It was straight face. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know about hog stalking <gasps> what mick jagger y'all know mick jagger that's a young mick that's a that very is, young mick that is a young jagger I what'd mean, you do mick see that could definitely be a drug see, situation that, what are you doing in here it's gotta be drugs or alcohol i want to go drugs maybe he like bashed up a hotel room got busted for uh being a rock star yeah. Again, or just like stole something stupid. Like some people just. Two counts of being a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> How do you plead? Fucking guilty, man. Um, I'm going hard drugs. Yeah, it's got to be something drugs. You're both correct. Nice. Yes. Okay. Like Jagger, 1967, was charged with meth charges. Oh, wow. Uh, he eventually appealed those charges, was never charged. Never charged. <laughs> yeah. Never, it wow. didn't stick. All these celebs get off so easy. He's chill. It didn't stick. Didn't stick. Meth. Making the meth. It's a hell of a drug. Okay. This guy looks like. This guy Steve-o's is so like clean cut. This is crazier a older brother. white guy in his 20s with the biggest shit-eating grin you've ever seen. He's clean cut. He has like the no, this biggest guy's done smile. Something fucked up. I don't and trust he did that something so fucked up. Like so <laughs> fucked up. I don't know if it's like a hate crime. I don't yeah, know I think you're on the like... right like I think you're on the right path. Like hate crime. Cyber, wow. Cyberbullying. Could have been. Cyberbullying. He's I don't trust that face at all. I don't know. Maybe he was like diddling kids or something. Yeah. Could have been. Or he, child abandonment. Yeah. Child. He looks way too happy. I bet he had a crazy childhood. So now he's just like, he definitely looked like he was on some drugs. That smile. No. What do you think? Hate crime on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, diddling gonna, girls. I'm going to split, split the AIDS and go uh, hate crime on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going indecent. Exposure. Ooh. 
Oh, that's a good one. Running naked through the streets. That face says, take a look at my peen. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, See, yeah. These drugs got me too hot. Yeah. I can take these clothes off. That After the bath salt, he got naked and ran mm-hmm. over all over the place, shaking himself to everybody. <laughs> You're both wrong. He robbed a thrift store. He robbed... A- if we're gonna rob really? something, you're robbing a thrift maybe store. not a thrift store for is the best idea if you're trying to make any kind of money. It's you're funny. not getting a lot of bang for your buck there. Robin Thicke had to go rob the thrift store. <laughs> 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 Definitely way off on that one. What did she do? This little gothic okay. girl. This girl looks like what the same age as a super do? cute 18 year old on drugs. This one is so goth out. Pale as shit, black eyeliner, black lipstick. Just oh, black coming all the way down her face. She looks like she's like been a part of young, like witchcraft. Super gothy. I'm going tax evasion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, this is See, a See, I would one. think she would be like theft or shoplifting, like... Conspiracy. So- solicitation. Conspiracy. Solicitation. It's like she, she's trying to sell that she's booty. She's selling that... Gothic look. (laughs) No, I think it's into some like witchcraft thing that she took too far. That's like, no solicitation with a drug use piggyback. What if I told you she was a high school freshman? Oh gosh, she's like fifteen. 18-year-old Susie Lopez. Is it an 18-year-old freshman? freshman? Yeah, she brought uh, a weapon to school. Can't do that. Can't do that, but I'm I not mean, surprised at it's all. It's like a Channing Tatum. It's part of her witchcraft. Eighteen-year-old freshman, like if you're an eighteen-year-old, yeah, freshman, I'm most shocked that she's an eighteen-year-old freshman. <laughs> you better bring a weapon to school because you're gonna get some bullying. God. It's gonna happen. She brought a knife to school. Brought something, more like a gun. Who knows? Oh, jeez. Like I know you're a fan of oh, this young lady. Right that's here. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Is that Michelle Rodriguez? God, she looks oh, not too. my girl. She doesn't look terrible in her mugshot. Oh, she looks no one pulls off that well rusted. Just fit look better than she does. She's she's such a badass. I bet she kicks somebody's she's, ass. She had I to feel like she knocks you out before you come, though. Assault. <laughs> like she totally. You, you just, only I bet she like <laughs> punched a cop in the face or something after they like told her something that it's she didn't want to drinking, hear. fighting, or drinking with fighting, or fighting with drinking. <laughs> <laughs> drinking over fighting one or of fighting? the above yeah there was some sort of yeah battery assault something yeah flakes closer on this one what? uh at that point in 2007 she gets six months for th- her third dui Ooh, michelle michelle <laughs> <laughs> i kind of wanted her just to kick somebody's out like she's so good that made you think that like no. She probably did on the inside. Yeah. On that third strike, she probably She's had gotten caught for it, my girl. <laughs> I got something for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> How about this gentleman here? Oh, oh god. Okay. This, this is guy's clearly mad. Hair. Is that This is a white guy, it looks like scars all over his face, super He's skinny. He's got looking. a little bit of hair on top. Definitely um He's got some ears on him. White supremacist. Oh, de- definitely definite. hate crime. He's got that look. No matter what, there's meth involved. He looks like he hates somebody. One hundred percent hate crime. It's one hundred percent meth. Final answer? Yeah. Meth and a hate crime? Uh, I'm going probation violation. 
for a meth crime. You guys have been like terrible cops. This guy had uh, expired plates. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's it? That's it. You just had some expired plates. Why are we so judgy? Y'all profiling <laughs> motherfuckers over here just like, oh, You know guy. he low-key is doing Pull him so over. much hate crime. He definitely killed somebody. If I was a cop, I would have pulled him over for driving correctly. I would have been like, <laughs> you're doing something wrong. What are you actually doing? You're driving way too normally. Something's weird here. Wow. I feel awful about myself. Guess who definitely broke the law more than that last guy? Khloe Kardashian? Is that who that is? That, yeah, this is before all That's the a, before pre-surgery. surgeries God. and the weight loss, and then the surgeries after she? the weight loss. Oh. I forgot what the human looked like under there, underneath all that. <laughs> there is, there's something controlling those like bag I, of bones. I do actually. I forgot what she did, but I feel like it was even like on the show that she went to jail. Disorderly conduct, or was it something with like a DUI? It might be uh... child porn. <laughs> Most <not>. likely. <laughs> Maybe it is. I, I don't know. I got to say just like a DUI. Dewey? Dewey and. <laughs> Dewey, Dewey and. Um, not disorderly conduct. Then, yeah, probably the old-fashioned Dewey. The old-fashioned, good old-fashioned Dewey. If that's all the celebs, it's like drugs or alcohol. Yeah. You're both half right. This is a probation violation due to a Dewey. Okay, that's See, it. I threw in my probation violation on the last one. <laughs> yeah. Wasted a good you surprise on him. your probation violation. <laughs> Forget all these celebs that have been locked up. Here's one more celeb for you. <gasps> no. Is that Chris Tucker? What you do, man? <laughs> Chris Tucker? He used that mouth man? to get himself in trouble, I bet. He was talking shit. Oh, he shit. was definitely talking shit and said something to the wrong person. It's either extortion or embezzlement. I can't make it in my mind. <laughs> but you think he's like money talks? <laughs> Definite wire fraud. Um, no, I bet I'm, this one's like I'm thinking disorderly drugs. conduct. I'm thinking drugs. Oh, I, th- I think he was just talking shit to the wrong person. And... You think he took a whiz in the wrong place? Was he showing a schmeck out there to the public no. when he was shitting the bin? No. No, he didn't. Disorderly get conduct for me. Both wrong. Whoa. Way wrong. So really? wrong. Couldn't even be more wrong. What did Chris Tucker do? 110 miles an hour in his Bentley. That's what he did. Oh. Um, you can't do that? Why am I? <laughs> <laughs> if you're Chris Tucker, you think you could. Why am I not surprised? Damn. I know. I've seen this gentleman around town, I feel like. Oh, that, the, is that a Patriots tattoo? It this is guy's a got, Patriots tattoo. This looks like Gronkowski's like, crazy uncle. Yeah. Crazy like, skinhead uncle. Yes. With <laughs> crazy eyes. A Patriots logo Whatever other tattoo on his, his forehead. Uh, Riddle, which I believe is a helmet brand. Riddle. Oh, Ry- yeah. Rydell. Rydell. Riddle, Rydell, tomato. Um, is he in for conspiracy? <laughs> He's, ooh, I don't trust this guy. It's got to be theft or something. Hmm. I'll give you this. He's he from something. Florida. Oh. He's a Patriots fan from Florida. He's head of a pyramid scheme. Isn't See, what kind, of, what kind of sicko are you? <laughs> what kind of a monster down, are you? Down in Florida, you're not and even this was a fan pre- of Maybe some, like, vandalism, like putting a huge Patriots something all over I'm all over that. I'm going to go vandalism. I am going to, like, piggyback that. He's got it all over his head. He's going to be putting <laughs> Patriots shit somewhere. A little carrot here. This guy had no idea that Tom Brady was going to be coming down to Tampa Bay at any point. He lives in Florida. And now Brady's... <laughs> 
Oh my god. What do you do? What do you do? Synthetic marijuana charge. He bought some fake drugs down at the old head shop. That was it. He, That's it. He bought. Why would he buy fake weed? At least get the good stuff. <laughs> Have some class. Get some <laughs> weed. Class. Get the chronic. Yeah. Jesus, man. It's not good for you. I really thought I was on it there. No, Matthew all right, McConaughey. All right, all right, what I do? Wow, what do you do, man? Are there any ladies that face locked up too? Here yeah, Rage ladies, ladies, ladies. <laughs> There's no way he did anything like too crazy. Again, it's hard not to go like immediate drugs. Or he was probably smoking. Glad to be locked up. I here. feel like he was definitely smoking a dupe somewhere. When are we gonna take my shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> um, You're both on to something there. He got naked in public. And smoked a dube somewhere. <laughs> he got naked in public, smoked a dube, and played the bongo. What? <laughs> Blake, we're amazing. That is Except the coolest thing the to get arrested for ever. You guys are good at this. If you're going to get arrested and have a mugshot, like, <laughs> that is what you should be he, arrested for. You know, because he doesn't even like feel bad about it. He's like, yeah, I got naked and played some bongs. Yeah, in a drum circle. Go that's fuck like, yourself. That's like the most interesting man in the world story. Like, you ever been arrested? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just once. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we like nailed it so well. <laughs> Totally killed Proud that. of us on that one. I don't have this gentleman's name, but I've just called him Ginger oh. Beaker. <laughs> this looks he like lo- Carrot looks, Top's little He brother. looks like Beaker is what he looks like. <laughs> like the Muppet Baby okay. Beaker. He's angry, and he definitely looks like he but did something fucked up. Ginger male He has version. these like white eyebrows. He has this like <sighs> scary look in his eyes. Yeah. This like could be a Oopa red hair bowl cut. Oh, man. Harassment? With those eyebrows, I mean, he killed, the he limit. killed somebody. I think he killed somebody. I think he killed somebody. Ginger rage, or like abducted Ooh. somebody. I'm going more along the lines of like racketeering, like a Rico case. <laughs> 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 no, I'm going smart crime. That I don't face. Know. I'm going with harassment. Harassment's a good one. Murder Full or on first manslaughter. Degree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. Well, Ginger Beaker, a.k.a. Paul Steven, <laughs> broke into his ex-landlord's home, attacked him, stole his fucking car. Wow. Can't Cla- do that. Yeah, you could tell he was pissed. Classy like, move. Classy. He is angry in that photo. He's just looking down. Oh, you love you love your car? Is that right? <laughs> Not anymore. It's fucking, fucking mine. It's gone. <laughs> Finally, this gentleman right here you might recognize. Mike Tyson. You don't fuck with me, Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> what an I like how his Mike tongue's to. out in his mugshot. He's like, hey, hey yo. man, I'm just going to be ridiculous. I'm enjoying my time here. <laughs> Did you take the picture already? Can I get another one? <laughs> Can I get a five by seven for my wallet? Aggravated assault. He his hands someone. are weapons. Like, you, yeah. you punch anybody or anything. He, he, he hit a woman. Go hit somebody. He, hit, he hit a woman, didn't he? <gasps> he didn't get already oh, in trouble yeah. for that? Oh, yeah. Rape charge. See, assault or, yeah. I think it was like a rape charge or. Oh, no. Like beating up a woman. Well, no, that's tattoo. That's tattoo face. Post tattoo face. That is not young Mike. He's already been to prison once. Yeah, that's not young Mike. That is. Ooh. um, I'm still going to say assault. Aggravated assault. Drinking. Or is this like another probation violation? 
I think so. Maybe a Dewey. This one hits close to home because he got a Dewey for doing drugs and alcohol in Old Town Scottsdale in 2006. I wonder if that's when he came and I got shoved down that flight of stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Did he get in trouble that night? I'm wondering, like not then, but maybe later. Later on his way home. Wow. You got him a Dewey. Indirectly. That karma. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Man. We still love you. God, that was a good one. That was good. That was good. Well, this has been. Thanks for playing, y'all. Another episode of Something Crunchy. Yes. Yeah. Don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. Be crunchy to one another. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Do we have any more trash I could take out? Do you need anything to throw out? Recycle bin? We definitely could do the recycle bin. <laughs> do you <feel> more trash? <laughs>